With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. As everyone knows, I have the pleasure of having on uh, this this radio station tonight um, Melissa Ardway, Ordway from The Young and the Restless, Abby Newman. Uh, daytime audiences know Melissa from her portrayal of Abby Newman on the number one daytime drama, The Young and the Restless. But before daytime, Melissa started her career with a breakout role on the CW series Privileged, playing Jordana. Ordway's feature film debut was in 17 again as Lauren, as she, and she appeared in Ted, directed by Seth MacFarlane. Melissa has guest starred on such shows as Entourage, How I Met Your Mother, and Hollywood Heights, where she worked with executive producer Jill Farron Phelps, who is now on The Young and the Restless. Melissa can be seen in the upcoming film, The Outsiders, starring opposite James Caan, Shannon Elizabeth, and Jason Patrick. Let's welcome to the airwaves this amazing young woman, Melissa Ordway. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm happy to be talking to you tonight, so thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So, um... Tell us about what led to your decision to pursue entertainment as a career, because I know you were born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that correct? I was, yes. I was born and raised in um, in Georgia. I was actually, I say Atlanta because no one really knows the town that I'm I'm actually from. It's called Snellville. Um, <laughs> it's about an hour outside of Atlanta, so a small, a smaller sized town. And um, I grew up there with my parents, and um. My dad always tells this really, really funny story. He says that when I was, like, two years old, I came out, and I was just, like, talking away, and I said, one day I'm going to live in Hollywood. And my dad was like, how in the world would she even know what Hollywood is? Because my parents aren't in the business at all. And um, so, yeah, it's just something that I always wanted to do. I was always performing for my parents. I was making everyone in the neighborhood come over and, like, watch little plays that I had written, and I'd give people parts. I was always the lead, of course. <laughs> I would always give myself the really big part, but um, I was always just, like, singing and dancing and, and doing stuff, and so I think I, I think it was just, I was born with this desire to be on camera. It's crazy. Well, you know, I took a look at your your bio, as I always do before every interview, and you have done so much in your short short life uh as you know as an adult and stuff and and the list goes on and on and we'll get into that more during the interview but it's it's quite quite uh accomplished well thank you yeah i i've been lucky i've been really i i was blessed in the sense that i i 
actually got to follow my dream and it's kind of worked out so far. So I <laughs> I can't really believe it. I have to pinch myself all the time because I'm like, this is what I've always wanted to do. And it's it's crazy when you actually get to live your dream out. So it's it's awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so what was your first job and what did it teach you that you have been able to carry with you? Um, my first job as an actor was um, an episode of Entourage. And it was, I loved the show, so I um, I was so excited to be on it. And I think just being on set and, like, watching these professionals and people that I watched on TV every single week, how they prepared for each scene and just how everything happened, it was just such a great learning experience because I know a lot of people take acting classes, and I was in acting class at the time, but nothing actually prepares you for being on set because right. there's, there's like, 50 million people watching you, and you have to hit a mark and say a line at this exact time, and there's no real way to prepare for that other than just doing it. And so I learned so much as far as, like, just being there in in, in the environment and getting to – work with people that I looked up to. So it was just an all-around amazing experience. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Well, you couldn't have you couldn't have um asked for better uh people to start with. I mean, Entourage was such a huge huge show and what great actors came from that show. I think I also learned too, which is something that I feel like a lot of people don't <laughs> don't really think about sometimes is like that was my first job and I am um, I, they asked me to actually, like, take my shirt off, and I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I, I'm just not ever going to do that. But we compromised, and I showed my back. Right. And so <laughs> I I think it's a great experience, learning experience, too, because I was really happy that I didn't go against my morals and my values and what I, I stood for and still stand for. And I think that one thing I learned, too, is that once you put something out there, like once you are on camera and it airs and everyone watches it, there's no going back. And so I think a lot of people sometimes are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off and it's fine. Like, it's it's not, it's out there forever and it's out there for, like, your kids to see, your mom, your dad. Sure. And so I'm just like, I learned a lot about, like, standing true to your values and doing what you believe in your heart because, I mean, I don't regret, like, showing my back, but I would definitely regret showing anything more than that. So I'm just, uh, I think it, it, like, really was, a, it, it was just good for me to be like, no, I don't need, I don't need to show my chest. I don't need to do that to, like, get a job. Like, I don't know. I, no. I just think it's good to, like, kind of stand up for what you believe in. Well, it's fantastic that you, you did that so early because, uh, early in careers, that's when that kind of stuff happens, and it's generally, from what I have, you know, read and and understand, is that it's really early in their career, and they usually need the money, so they have to do it, and yeah. in order to get somewhere, right? So, yeah. well, see, so you stood firm in your in your belief because obviously they they wanted possibly you to do more. And so you kind of drew the line, which is which is commendable for you. Well, I just, you know, I just think it's something like, you know, and some people don't think it's a big deal. Like some people are mm-hmm. totally fine with it. I'm just not that person. And so I'm just happy that it all worked out the way that it did. And it was such a great 
experience, and everyone was so awesome. So, yeah, I just took – I only took away good things from that job. That's that's wonderful. That's that's all we can ask when we leave someplace. Let's um let's talk about your career. Privilege was your breakout role. And what did that what did that mean for you? How did it change you having a breakout role as opposed to just being in um a show? Um I just I don't really know if it changed me. I just think it was like it was cool to have a steady gig on a show that um, on the CW, and, and I met a lot of great people. My friend Lucy Hale, and like people like that who are who are just really great actors. I mean, I don't think it really. I guess it gave me confidence in, in the sense of like, okay, I can do this. This can actually be my career. Because before then, I was doing a job here and a job there, and there was always the the feeling in my gut where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, am I going to have to move home? Like, am I going to actually be able to do this? And do I have – you know, the, as an actor, there's not really stability in this career. And so there's sure. always the – there's always that little voice in the back of your head that's like, wait, maybe you're not good enough. Like, maybe you you can't do this. And, like, maybe you should have a backup plan. But I think that was the first job where I was like, okay, like maybe I really can do this. Like maybe there is some stability and, and a chance that I can make a career out of this. So, I mean, I was it was a really fun job to work on too, and I got to play a really mean character, which is always fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we wouldn't know fun. that. We wouldn't know that as Abby. She's not me. <laughs> no, she's not. And she's actually one of the first characters that I've gotten to play steadily that that isn't doing really bad things all the time. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a nice, refresh, refreshing experience, so it's good. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that just shows your range. I like me than anyone that I've ever played, other than having $500 million in my checking account. I think Abby and I do have a lot <laughs> a lot in common, but... Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I have to agree with that. Um, uh, I was fortunate to meet Melissa, and I've um, I've actually met her a few times off the set, and uh, she is one of the sweetest, uh, most unassuming people you'll ever meet, and she's just really sweet and and very very innocent and very just wonderful. Just a Thank wonderful, you. I'm wonderful blushing. woman. If you could see my face, it would have, you would know that I'm blushing. Thank you very much. Well, wow. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I give credit where credit is due. Let's say that. Um, okay, so well, moving from privilege, um, and also um, uh, Ignacio Sirico was on privilege for a couple episodes, I think, as well. Oh, Your no, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yes, yes. So uh, that's kind of you know you guys have that um, that uh, connection because I'll I'll get into more of the uh, the situation with Ignacio and um, Melissa oh in a second. Oh my I do know this. I it just hit me, but I we've never talked about that before. That's so funny because are we never like our paths never crossed on the show? But right. That's so funny that. Yeah, now it it all just made sense. Okay, yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remembered. I remembered him, and I went, oh, right, most was on that. Um, so you were on Hollywood Heights, which was a wonderful show on Nickelodeon, um, and you worked with Jill Farron-Felt. 
and then you reunited with Jill on Y&R. How was that transition from prime time to daytime been for you? How has that been for you? Um, it's been awesome. Like, so I I shot Hollywood Heights, and Hollywood Heights is actually sh- was shot a lot like a soap opera. It didn't move quite as fast, but it did move at a very very fast pace. We shot with four cameras, kind of just like Y and R. And um, so I went from Hollywood Heights, and then I went and I did um, six episodes of Nine O Two and O right after Hollywood right. Heights. So it was crazy because I was used to moving really really fast on Hollywood Heights, I mean, I think some days I had, like, 40 or 50 pages of dialogue, which is crazy. I mean, it, I, it, that doesn't even ever happen on Y&R for, like, one character, because there's so many characters on Young and the Restless. Right. But I did, I would do, like, 50 pages in one day, there was so much to memorize, and then I went from doing that to 90210, which they would shoot, like, four pages a day oh, total, wow. and so, like, maybe, maybe sometimes, like, five or six, so... <laughs> went from, like, doing, going really fast-paced to really, really slow, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, come on, like, let's get another camera set up, like, let's <laughs> let's move a little <laughs> bit faster, what's taking so long, let's do this, and then going back to Y&R, which is a fast pace, which is even way faster than Hollywood Heights in the sense of, like, you get one take, that's it, so, like, the first yeah. time you do it, that's what's going to pretty much, you get a rehearsal, but after that, what what you do the first time is what goes on air. And right. so I it was it was crazy because I was kind of used to the pace, but it it is a whole other animal because you know you have Eric Braden and you have people that have been on the show for so long who you know that they're gonna nail it the first time. Like they just are going to. Right. And being a newer person on the show, you don't want to be the person to mess up because you're working with all of these people who are so established and they know what they're doing. So it was a lot of pressure because it, it does move so quickly. But um, luckily Hollywood Heights has, had given me a little bit of a taste of what Young and the Restless was going to be like. But I I love Jill so much, and I think that anyone that would ever meet Jill would fall in love with her. I mean, she is honestly one of the kindest, nicest people and it's it, sorry I, I see my dog I'm a, yes. I'm a, <laughs> she's she's one of the nicest people and so to get to to get to work with her again is just such an honor and a pleasure and she's she's just so great I, I don't have enough wonderful things to say about Jill so <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um, well uh, speaking of Jill Let's talk about Y&R. What was it about the character of Abby that attracted you to the role, and how did it come to you? How did the role um, come to you? I watched Young and the Restless from when I was really, really little. My mom watched it, so I would always watch it with her, and I kind of grew up on Y&R. And I, um, I, I knew the character of Abby, but I didn't know her that well. And so I... I, um, when Jill called me, because Em was leaving to go to General Hospital, Jill kind of called me and, and was like, hey, would you be interested in this? And I have always wanted to do a soap opera because I'm such a big fan of soap operas. Right. And I <laughs> I think when my manager actually called me and was like, Can, are you interested? Do you want to make this happen? I She already knew what my answer was going to be because I had wanted to do it for so long. I was like, yes, yes, please how can we make this happen? So I immediately, like, called my mom, and my mom was like, oh, my gosh, like, so excited. 
And she filled me in on what had happened, like, the past, like, year or so when I hadn't seen the show. Right. And so um, I was I was trying to take in all the information and, and watch the watch the past year of shows that I had missed and uh, <laughs> catch up on everything. And I um, just getting – what really attracted me to was getting to work on YNR, the number one soap opera. I'm just it, – it's – all of the actors on the show are so talented, and getting to work with Jill again. I mean, I I, just, I wanted to do it. You could have probably given me any character, and I would have wanted to be a part of YNR. So I, I knew I, it was actually a very daunting task because M is so talented. She's so good, and in such big shoes to fill. But at first, I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, she's so good, and I don't know if I can can recreate what she has done for the past two years. And um, she's she's so sweet. And I don't know, I, I was very nervous about it. And I still am kind of nervous every day. I'm like, oh, I hope I can do this. Because Emma's just so, so good at it. And so, um, I don't know, I, I just, I've been having a great time, though, so. <laughs> that's, that's important. Yeah. yeah. So it's important. Well, I will say I, I that. I love, like, like Abby is a lot like me, and this is like we kind of just say whatever. I, I don't really, I probably say things that I shouldn't sometimes. My husband always gets mad at me because I'll blurt something out, and it's like he he he'll just look over at me and be like, Melissa, why did you say that? Like not even mean things, but things that just probably you know the same things too loud sometimes. Right. And I think I definitely have that in common with Abby, and, I, and Abby just always wants to have a good time and. She she loves her family, and she just wants... I mean, I, this is definitely a new Abby compared to how Abby used to be. Abby was a lot more wild and crazy mm-hmm. and not really like me at all, but the Abby that is kind of happening now is a, is a lot like me, so... Okay, well, I, I, can, I can speak for myself as well as um, most of the audience. They... I mean, you you have taken the character of Abby and it, you have transitioned into the role so beautifully. It's uh, very believable. Sometimes recasts are very um, harsh and brash and they're very sudden and, you know, just there's no there's no time for the audience to kind of get used to it. And your transition from you, from M to you, was so beautifully, like, it was a beautiful transition. So I think you've done an amazing job with Abby. I'm just going on the record and saying that. And, oh, thank uh, you. You have, you have brought something more to the role. You have made it your own. You have made it Melissa Ordway's Abby as opposed to a previous um, person. Thank you. And I, I think that definitely, like, Jill and the writers have helped so much with that, too, because I think that it was – it would be hard to kind of, because you never, I didn't want to ever try to impersonate M's Abby or, and try to, like, be M because there's mm-hmm. no way to do that and do it authentically. So I think that they definitely have written, like, Abby trying to get her life together, trying to be more mature and responsible. And so I think the writing has helped a lot with us, too, because, yeah, it's just, they're trying, trying to make the transition of Abby not being, like, a girl and being more of a woman, which is a cool right. A cool transition. So, yeah, absolutely. What uh, What was your first day on the set of Y and R like? And did anyone mentor you, or were there a few people that mentored you? 
Um, everyone was so, so nice. And um, my first day, I was so nervous. I got to the studio, and I had no idea where I was going. I was trying to figure out everything. And um, my first scene was actually with, like, the whole, all of the Abbott, or all of the Newman children. So it was, like, me and Victoria and and um, Nick and uh, Billy was there, like, because we were having a meeting, and then Victor comes in, and I'm, like, talking to Victor. It was it was crazy because it was all of these people that I was huge fans of. And they were all so nice and, like, kidding around with me and kind of making me feel like I had been there forever. They were just so welcoming. And, um, you know, everyone kind of was just so nice and kind and, like, very, like, oh, do you need to know where this is? Like, I can't really pinpoint one person because just mm-hmm. everyone was so, so nice um, and really made me feel at home kind of immediately. I think that Ignacio, in the beginning, I definitely worked with Ignacio the most, and he really made me feel so at ease. And so I would have to say that he really helped a lot with, because um, he was, he hasn't been on the show in, in forever either, so he was kind of newer to right. the show as well in, in comparison to everyone else. So he knew what it was like to be the new kid. Right. But um, everyone was so, so nice that I, I, I just, it, they, they made it feel like I had been there for years. They were like, oh, hey, hey, hey. But I definitely was really nervous, and I, like, was so scared to mess up my line. I think I had, like, four lines that day. I didn't even really have much to do. <laughs> but I was so scared. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what if I mess up? And, um, but it was, it was awesome. Well, you have you have done a beautiful job. Um, Thank you. You are most welcome. Uh, speaking of Ignacio, I understand that you knew Ignacio before you met him on the set of Young and the Restless. Can you share with us the story when you first I, met Ignacio? Well, I had heard of Ignacio so many times because he screen tested for the role of Eddie on Hollywood Heights, and so. He ended up not getting the role, but it was. But he, everyone talked about Ignacio from the time that he came and auditioned until like, I mean, we were still filming the show and we were all like Ignacio, Ignacio, and I was like, who is this Ignacio guy? I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to meet him because he had auditioned for the role before I had auditioned for Chloe, and so I had actually never gotten to meet him, but I had heard how amazing he was and how nice and how great of an actor he was. And so I actually met him at a wine or a party before we started filming. And I was, he was like, I'm Ignacio. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I finally get to meet you. Because <laughs> I was like, I've heard so many amazing things about you. And they were all true. Everyone had, I mean, I think anyone that meets Ignacio would immediately just fall in love with him and, like, mm-hmm. think, oh, my gosh, like he's my best friend. Like, he has a way of talking to people that you really feel like you've known him forever. And he... He genuinely cares about every single person that he meets, mm-hmm. and he's he's just awesome. I mean, I, my husband is even like, oh, my God, I feel like that guy is so awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't think there could ever be a negative word spoken about Ignacio because he's, he's just so cool and just so, so, so nice and down to earth and wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. You know he's doing an event in New York on October 6th. Right. And everyone should go to it because if I could be in New York that week, I would definitely be there. It's so much fun. It's the same event that he did here in L.A., I think, right, where his yes. band plays? Yes. Everyone go buy tickets for this because you're going to have the time of your life. It's so much fun, and his band is so good. 
Yes. He's really not there. Like, not only is he a really nice guy, he's, like, good-looking, he can act, he can also sing. Like, it's just really – he's multi-talented. He's really funny. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And he's a comedian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, how can one person be so great? But they he just is great at everything. Absolutely. Oh, I agree. I, I I can't say enough about Ignacio. Um he's just he's just a great guy all, overall. I mean anybody who I think he's the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. He really okay. is. He's he's so awesome. Yes. Okay, so um so what's happening with Abby now? In other words, like she's gone through a lot and so now she's with Tyler. What what is going on in Abby's mind right now? Where is her focus? What is she doing? Um, she Abby, said I love you today to him did. and he it kind and of blew he, out. Yeah, it did and he kind of went <laughs> He got the Today's episode that aired was, like, one of my favorite things to film ever because he, like, we all just had so much fun with, like, Beth, you know, Aunt Tracy's, like, mistaken for me, and so Tyler starts rubbing her feet, and just the whole day was nonstop fun. So, um, Abby's just trying to get her life together. She wants to be a businesswoman. She now has this amazing guy in her life who is really terrible to look at, um, <laughs> Frederick, no. Tyler is awesome, and so <laughs> yeah, she's horrible to look at. To work with, yeah, when you have to work with him, but um, <laughs> and he's also really cool too. I can't say enough nice things about Red, but um, she has this new romance. I think that it it's really hard for for um Abby to kind of try and be in love and like have a committed relationship, but she definitely really likes Tyler a lot, and that's taking up a lot of her time. So I think you should keep watching and, and see what happens with that. Oh, absolutely. I agree yes. with you. I absolutely agree with you that people should keep watching. Yes, because it's a lot of steamy, awesome stuff happens. So, and, and Tyler may or may not be in love with Abby because he seemed really scared today. So I'm... I think a lot of it's going to be really exciting. So there's a lot of cool stuff to happen. Ah, see, you heard it here first, guys. You heard yes. it here first. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. Um, what you you just you you're in post production on a film called The Outsider, starring James Caan, Shannon Elizabeth, and Jason Patrick, who is who is a honey himself. Um, yes. <laughs> what can you tell us about this film and what's the part you play? Um, this film was really, really fun to, to shoot. Um, it's different than anything that I've ever done because it's an action movie. Um, so I, uh, I play the daughter of Craig Fairbrass, who, um, he's like a really big action star over in the UK too. Um, he plays my dad mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a taken esque type movie. Um, He's like searching for his daughter who he thinks is dead but comes to find out um, she's not and I play the daughter. Um, And so um, it's it's just crazy action packed like gunfights and uh, martial arts and just crazy stuff that happens. It's like you're going to sit at the edge of your seat the whole time that you're watching it. Um, I got to film it in Louisiana which is where my husband's family, where he's from, and so his whole family lives there. So it was really cool because I got to hang out with them a lot. And um, 
it's, it's cool because I, I play a diff, completely different type of character than I ever have before. I'm, you know, trying to take down this guy who's who's murdering people and James Pond's character who's just a really bad guy. So it's it's a ton of action and it was really, really fun to do because it's, you know, I always end up playing, like, mean characters and characters that are, like, really dumb a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, or just, like, really crazy. And so it was fun to get to be, like, I don't really like to cuss, but, like, a badass is, like, just kind of the right. best way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, that's. Oh, well, I hope you're not listening to this because I just cussed. But that's like the best. <laughs> that's the best way to describe the character. She's gonna. She's a badass. She really. She's is. a so badass. She is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> do you do any martial arts? <clears throat> um, I did. I did martial arts when I was in middle school. My mom and dad made me take it, and I became. I got my yellow belt, and oh. um, I'm really bad at it. But I. <laughs> Thankfully, there were stunt coordinators and people who made it actually look cool. So, <laughs> in my real life, no, but um, yeah, there were some super talented people that made it look good. <laughs> oh, that that's that's awesome. Well, I I will say this. Uh, I was I was trying to find a picture for um for you because we always put up pictures, and I can put up five. And I have to tell you guys in the audience that this woman does not take a bad picture. Oh, and that's so, not true, but thank you for saying that. Y- y- yes, it is. It is. Every, everything that's out there anyway um, that's out there is uh, beautiful. I mean, all of your premiere photos, everything. And so it was hard for me to choose which one to use. And so I, I chose like four or five of them. But I have to say you're like one of the most beautiful women on the oh, on the red you. carpet. That's so nice. It's like a very talented group of hair and makeup and photographers that goes into that because I'm Don't like, listen to her. right now I have like sweats on and like you would not say the same thing about me right now but thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um okay do we have so can can you share with us any projects that you have coming up? Yeah, I I did a movie I actually just found out today. I, I did a movie a few years ago called Odd Thomas. I mean, yeah. I just got bought today, um, and so I think it's going to come out early 2014, which I'm really excited about that. And it's based on a New York Times bestseller um, book by Dean Coots, and um, it's, oh. I got to shoot with Steven Summers, who's an amazing director. He did G.I. Joe and um, Anton Yelkin from Star Wars. I mean, he's done so many movies. Um, so it's and um, Willem Dafoe is also in it. So um, I'm excited wow. about that. So people are going to get to see it in 2014. I play um, a girl named Lizette. And I don't know, in the book, it's like kind of is different in the movie than it was in the book. But um, it's it's a really awesome thriller movie. It's super scary and creepy, and um, it's awesome. So I'm excited about that. So there's that. And then, um, yeah, Y&R, I guess. I'm I'm so bad at this because I'm like, wait, what have I done? And, like, there's things that I've shot so long ago that are just now coming out. So I'm like, wait. <laughs> right, yeah, because you had, like, four things uh, listed. Odd Thomas was one of them. Um, yeah. The other one, you have, you have four things that you have going on in um, 2013, it said. Um, I'm like, what else did I do? <laughs> what else did you do? I'm like, wait, what else have I done recently? 
Um, <laughs> well, that's why you go on um, interview shows because then they can tell you what you've done. Yeah, that's exactly. what that's what ends up happening. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm pulling and it up now. I'm not sure when that's going to come out, but I think it's. I just saw the director at a dog park a couple weeks ago, and he was telling me that they just finished, and I think it's going to be in AFI soon. I'm not sure what exactly when it's going to be out to the public to see. I actually haven't even seen it yet, so I'm excited to go screen it soon. Um, but what else? Yeah, Channeling, the, channel, the Incredible yeah, Burt Wonderstone. Oh, that actually, Burt Wonderstone actually came out. Um, oh, that's right. That's this past year, but um, I had a very small part in that. I just played a reporter, but it was awesome because I got to work with Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi, and oh. that was really, really cool. They were so hilarious and so, so nice. But, um, yeah, Channeling I did a very long time ago. I actually think that's when right after, yeah, a really long time ago. And I don't know what's go, going on with that movie, um, but that was really, I got to play a really cool character at that, too. I got to play a pregnant Lindsay Lohan type character. So it was really fun. It was crazy over the top fun. But <laughs> well, that's I actually awesome. don't know what's going on with that, but hopefully that will come out soon, too. So. That's yeah. the thing about being an actor is like you go and do really fun, cool movies, and then you don't know when they're going to – with the indie world, it's so different because you have to wait for funding and for people to buy it right. so it gets out to the big screen. So you it takes a little bit longer with things right. like that. So you never really know when it's going to be seen, but that was a cool movie to do too. Would you like to do comedy? Comedy is my favorite thing because it's – I love to make people laugh in, in real life. I mean, you you know I'm really goofy. Absolutely. And, so, <laughs> and I love to laugh, so it's fun to make other people laugh. Um, but it's good to do different things. And I I was telling someone recently, that, like, that's what's so great about a soap opera is, like, today today's episode, like, you get to do really fun things, like, you know, be silly and, like, rub Aunt Tracy's feet, like, with Tyler, which is not so serious, or, like, with the rats coming into our house. Like, you get right. to do lighthearted things and be fun and funny, but then you also do things that are just so challenging as an actor as far as, like, crying and emotional scenes. And there's you just get to do different things every day, so it keeps it really exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for taking this time with us. It has been an absolute joy uh, speaking with you, Melissa, and I would love to have you back again sometime. Yes, anytime, and thank you for having me. And I do have to tell everyone that you are really one of the nicest people ever. So (laughs) you are saying such great things about me, and I feel the same way about you. You're just so awesome and so nice and sweet and fun to talk to. So thank thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Melissa. And uh, just hang on the line. I'm going to wrap up the show. Hang on the line for me. Yes. Um, this will conclude our our um, interview with Melissa Ordway. We want to thank her for being here. She was lovely, as usual. And uh, tune in uh, again, and we'll ha- have a good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.